Focus on Creative podcast, where we hear from creative experts, influencers, dreamers, and doers, what they've learned and what we can learn from their journey as we explore, respond, and create. Well, hey there, and welcome to the podcast. It's so good that you're listening and that you've joined us on this journey. If you're new here, a special welcome to you guys. And if you've been listening for a while, thank you. It's good to have you again. Today, we've got a really special episode for you. As some of you will know, every year in October, we hold our annual Worship and Creative Conference. And last year, one of our favorite sessions was called From the Road Cases. It's like an interview, but kind of not like an interview. It's something, I don't know even how to describe it. But essentially, we asked questions of some of our team, people that you would know, and uh, had a bit of fun with it. You'll get to know some of our team in a way that perhaps you wouldn't normally. And along the way, it's just a little bit of fun. So let's jump into it, and I hope you enjoy it. And now, please welcome your host, the one and only, Nathan Finocchio. Australia. Good to be here. I just flew in this morning. My arms are tired, but Umba. <laughs> Who says that? That's ridiculous. You guys having a good time? Come on now. Are you learning? Well, we're going to talk to some great people. We got a great gang of folks just directly behind me. And we're going to get to know them a little bit more. Would you like to get to know them a little bit more with me this afternoon? My first guest is none other than the great Taya Taya. Taya Taya, come on up, Taya Taya. Come on, give her a hand, a great hand, a great... It's Taya Taya! You look wonderful today. I've had a lot of work done. <laughs> Makeup, not any other kind of work. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Uh. <laughs> now, how do you pronounce your last name? Yes. If you're Australian, it's Gokroja. But it is part German, part French. Interesting. Great combination. And if you were in those regions, you okay. would say Gokroja. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. But we're in Australia, so it's Gok Roger, y'all. Can you say the, the French one again, though? It's just yes. so smooth. Yes. It does have the German part at the front, though, so it's Gok Roger. Ooh, Gok Roger. It sounds like a chocolate <laughs> from Switzerland. How sweet I'm in. it is. Now, you've been married <laughs> for how long? Uh, March 23rd, so that would be April, May, June, July, August, September, October. It's like November. Eight months, almost eight months. Oh. Woo. Making it. Marriage. It's the best. It's, as Charles Dickens says, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. That's ridiculous. That it's, so, it's... Have you thrown anything at your husband yet? You don't need to answer that, Taya. I don't think so, other than maybe like a sock when he missed okay. the washing bus. I was like, bad shot. Second shot. Yeah. Yep. 
My wife throws things. She's, she throws pillows, she throws food. I throw pity parties that she's not invited to. Okay, okay <laughs> moving on. <laughs> yes. Tell me, tell me a little bit about singing before you started to sing for church. Mm-hmm. Like, so you're it's, one of my favorite, like my favorite vocalists ever. You can sing, girl. You can sing, <laughs> as we say in the Southwest. <laughs> Tell me a bit about music yeah. and singing and how'd you stumble into it? How'd you get into it? Talk to me about that. Yeah, so apparently I was about three years old and I ran around the house and my mom just said, you were just singing and you're making up your own songs and you always had like this little song in your heart that you were just you know, letting come out. And then she said, and you've never shut up since. So I was like, oh, thanks, mom. Um, and then I feel like I always knew that I wanted to sing. I didn't know uh, that it would be within context of like ministry, because I don't know, I'm from the country and it's not something that like, oh, I'm going to like study for that um, for whatever reason. And so I knew I'd always serve in church and I knew that I would, uh, didn't want to be that person who would be sitting passively but actively involved. Um, but didn't think it would be the main thing until, you know, you're going through high school and there's significant moments where um, I had actually, not to go too heavy, like just a crazy year 12, like my friends had a car accident. It was insane. Like one survived out of five and it was so full on. And so at that time I was actually ready just to run away. And I was like, I'm going to go to LA. I'm going to be a recording artist. Like, because I don't think I'm going to be able to make marks to get into uni and my parents were pushing for that because they were from a background where they didn't really get an opportunity to go to uni so they're like you know we're giving you every opportunity what's happening why can't you move through this and you know and it was like a young person trying to deal with grief and so anyway I had a friend that said hey if you don't sing a little part with inside of you is going to die and that like it hit me so hard because I was like I know but I don't understand like what it could be or anything and so then fast forward to coming to Sydney and the only reason I came was because I told my parents yeah I'm gonna go to Sydney to pursue singing like how I don't know I don't have the drive to like you know like push myself or promote myself as like I'm this person I'm this artist and like you know all that kind of stuff so I just moved to Sydney did retail like it was coming up to like the eighth year of retail and um I was coming along to Hillsong Church and there was just a significant moment of like hey um, someone said, you need to plant yourself in church. And I knew that. And it was only like a couple of months since I'd been living there. But they said, you need to plant yourself, whether it's this church or another church, it doesn't matter. You plant yourself in the house of God. You get behind the vision of the senior pastor and you're going to watch your dreams are going to be realised on the side. And so I was like, cool, I'm planted at the city campus. Um, and whoo, shout out. <laughs> and it's crazy. I just, I couldn't serve within the creative team. I couldn't make the team night. So then I had to go and basically be a youth leader and it was the best thing ever and you know fast forward crazy moments and got to sing on sang got to sing on a united album and that was ridiculous and god's kindness and then here we are today ladies and gentlemen give it up for taya thank you taya (laughs) so good oh wow my next guest goes by the name Laura Toggs. Laura Toggs. But I know her as Mrs. Toggs. Mrs. Toggs, 
long trip. <laughs> hey. How are you? I'm good. That was a dangerous run. I don't generally run in front of people as well because um, I used to be teased about how I how I ran. Really? Yeah, because I have long limbs. I inherited that from my dad, and I'm kind of awkward. So I, I do awkward things with my limbs, apparently, when I run. So that was big. That was breakthrough. And then you're married. You're married to Pete, who is incredibly athletic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So does he ever tease you as well? He better not, Peter. <laughs> Peter? <laughs> nah, he's nice. He's good. Okay, good. <laughs> hey, so you have a lot on. Like you're a, an, a fiercely creative person. Um, you are doing the Secret Garden stuff, which I love, by the way. Secret Garden TV. Anybody follow the Secret Garden stuff? Like that's just a whole, that's a whole world in and of itself. And then you're involved at Young and Free. You write, you lead worship, um, you're a youth pastor, you travel, you speak, you're a mother, you have two children. Do I? Yes. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Well, as far as we know, <laughs> no. are you wanting to tell us something? <laughs> okay. I have two children. Okay. Three, including Pete. Oh, there it is, Badoomba. So how do you, like, how do you do all of that and, make, and your, your enthusiasm for life and your enthusiasm for church and Jesus and your family and your friends, um, you're just so enthusiastic about everything. So how do you, like, be so creative and so passionate at the same time and, and not just fizzle out into a, into a, a, a fizzle? <laughs> Um, for me, it's always just been responding to the need mm. and the gap and the opportunities. And I am not that girl who's just like, um, I don't know, I'm that girl who just wants to do it all mm. for better or for worse. And for me, it's just about going, okay, there's a need there, you know, with Young and Free, I just gen I genuinely saw a gap yeah. and I thought I could, we could fill this gap. Yeah. Um, and with the Secret Garden, same sort of thing. I just felt that nudge within me. And so it's just, I don't know, I, just being obedient to those little promptings and responding. And I believe that you can do it all by the grace of God, mm -hmm. make decisions, wise decisions along the way um, to keep things not balanced, but just, I guess, balanced. But I don't know, I don't know. Is balance, balance is a good thing, hey? I guess it is. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Especially if you are into balancing tires on a car. That's important as well. What? I think that, I think the, <laughs> I think for me, it's just one day at a time and being, trying my best to be present wherever I am at the time. That's good. And so, you know, it's, you know, people talk about, you know, how do you get, how do you do, how do you do it all? And I, I don't know, there's people who do way more than I do, but um, I'm not great at it, but my hope is that just like, when I'm with my kids, I'm with my kids, when I'm with my husband, I'm with my husband, when right. I'm doing young and free, I'm doing young and free. So just living so fully present in everything. Try to, when yes. I'm not on Instagram. 
Yes, amen to that. Do you have any special little projects that you're working on that we don't know about that maybe you could share? Um, we just... Oh, that's the wrap-up music. That is the wrap-up um, <laughs> Just everything, everything, and no new things, just doing everything that I'm doing, but taking them forward, hopefully, and seeing the kingdom of God advance in Jesus' name. Ladies and gentlemen, Mrs. Tugs. So good. Oh, band, you are on fire right now. But don't fail me now because we have Aiden King. Oh, Aiden, you're my baby, Aiden. Ooh. Oh, Aiden, you're my Aiden. King, King, King. Sorry. Hi. Hey. How are you? I'm so good. Hey, it's really good that you're here. By the way, we have a video, a special video for all of you listeners at home and you love lively, lovely, lively live audience. Take a look at the screen. Aiden, maybe you remember this or not. I'm not exactly sure, but here we go. Let's see what we got. I hate you. <laughs> How did you find this? Just Oh, Aiden. Man. That is... Thank you for that. Man. How do we find that? Is that on the, the YouTube? Yeah, it's on, that's on the YouTube. Okay. Yeah. That was my band called The Black Ties. The Black Ties? Yeah. Were you wearing a black tie? I was, yeah. We wow. all did. How serendipitous. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, that's a yeah. lovely shirt. I used to straighten my hair back then, too. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. But if I did it now, it would fall out and it wouldn't grow back. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I love you so much. I love you. Are you a Christian? I am. <laughs> so, are you serving the Lord? I am, yes. Interesting. Do you go to church? I do. You go here. You, here, Hillsong I do, Church. Yes. yes. Are you Australian? I am. Is that why you're talking like that with that accent? I am, yes. Interesting. Say curve. Curve. I mean, well, curve. No, you did it right the first time. Curve. That's excellent. <laughs> so, you may not remember this, but at your 19th birthday, yeah. there was six of us. Yeah. <laughs> six. This yeah. is before the Young and Free days. It was. I had just met you. Yeah. And we're sitting there at your birthday party. There's only six people. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even think many of them were like I was that close with. Because I just met you that night. That's true. So there you are, sad and alone. It was a sad year. And so I'm making small talk with you and you go, so I'm like, so what do you want to do with your life, young man? You know, like, and you're like, I want to sing. And I remember thinking to myself, what an idiot. <laughs> Don't do that, go to school. Yes, which I did do. You went to because school? Because of you. Which, you went to school? I went to university. 
You, because of me? I did, yeah. That is unbelievable. I well, know. you shouldn't have. You should have just sang the whole time. I know. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that video definitely would say I shouldn't. No, I think that that was a beautiful video. Thank you. In its day. Yeah. <laughs> In its day. So, <laughs> so now you're singing. That was the first time I've e I ever sung in front of an audience. Ever. Really? Yeah. Well, that's not too shabby, is it? It's not. Well done, Aiden King. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, I hear you write songs. Yes. What is Sinking Deep about? Sinking Deep. <laughs> I, um, I don't remember. You don't remember? But I love the name. Well, it's an intimate worship song. About, it's an intimate worship song? Yes, sinking deep into the presence of God. Okay, now we're going to get serious for a moment here. Yeah. You tell me a little bit about the preparation, the season of preparation. Before, you know, you were with Young and Free and you were singing. Tell me about, like, when you started to think that you could write. And, like, was there a process behind that, process in your devotional life? Yeah. Talk to me a bit about that. All right, I don't have long. So very quickly, yeah. I, when I first come, came to church, it was worship music that kind of captured my attention mm. and um, I fell in love with it. I never thought I'd be able to do it. And um, I think I just, I had amazing people around me, you know, in youth group who encouraged it and saw it in me when I didn't see it myself. And um, I think went out of their way to help me write songs. And yeah, so I kind of fell into it naturally. I don't know. I think. Around the time when you, when I met you, was probably when I was like, I really want to do this. And up until then, I was like, I don't know if, if I can. And then, yeah, I had encouraging friends like you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, love you, Aiden. Thank you, King. What a sweet guy, sweet, sweet, sweet young man. Well, here's one of my favorites, Jed. Gillies. Get up here, my good man. Oh, Chad. Your name is Oh, Chad. Your name will always be Oh, Chad. Your name is Hi, Chad. Hi. Good afternoon, Nathan. <laughs> I had to check the time. Yes. Just in case it was good morning, Nathan. No, a lot of people make that mistake. They do. You know, especially in the preaching industry. <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll be at PM services and they'll be yeah. like, good morning, church. And they'll be like, not good morning. I find worship leaders do it as well. They're like, do they? Yeah, like, they're like, you know, let's just give everything to the Lord tonight. I'm like, dude, this is a 9 a.m. service. What yes. are you talking about? Like, Jesus, tonight I give it all to you, singing it in the morning. Right. Aiden. <sighs> I mean, it's, it's an easy trap to fall into. It is an easy trap, trap, Aiden. <laughs> hey, so where are you from? Because your accent is a little bit different than the Australian accent. Yes, I am from New Zealand. New Zealand? Yes. Did somebody just boo New Zealand? Because let's go. <laughs> Not on my watch. Don't throw down with Nathan because he's wearing his fighting shoes. I don't know if you've seen them. Yeah. Pick your nose at these things. <laughs> so, 
That's just weird. Who says that? <laughs> Why would you want to pick anybody's nose? All right, moving on, Jad. So you're from New Zealand. Yes. Now, is that the North Island or the South Island? The North Island. Is that where the hobbits are from? Well, yes. Do you know any of the hobbits? I, I haven't met any, like, face-to-face. Okay. But I have some, I have a connection. Some connections, sure. Yeah. What about Gandalf? <laughs> nah. No, okay. Nah. Yeah, fair enough. Now, when did you, did you swim across? <laughs> Is that how it works? Yeah. Raft boats? Y- yeah. Y- no, I, I just did the conventional airplane. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, when did that happen? 2002, January 2002. And did you come, like, what, what was the occasion? Come for school here? Or? I came to attend Hillsong International Leadership College. Wow. Wow. Yes. Dude, that is, I didn't know that. That's, I mean, that's why I'm asking these questions. Yeah, I did, I did, um, I did a year um, in the college. I got involved with youth ministry and obviously the creative team. Yeah. And um, basically, you know, I was, I was single and I, was, I didn't have any children. So I basically just tried to do everything I could. Right. You know what I mean? I just yeah. got involved. So that was the best part about that time. Sure. Now, what, being single or? You're sending mixed messages here, No, just using, using, my, using my single uh, oh. situation. Let's move the conversation right, right. on. Yeah, let's just, can the band, the band can play. <clears throat> now, you sing in this little band called United. I do. And you sing a lot of the high parts. <laughs> because some of those parts are high. Jad. They are, yeah. How do you get up there? <laughs> What's your philosophy on really crushing an F-sharp congregationally? <laughs> or let's say a G-sharp even, for conversation's sake. Um, yeah. You have a, I, I, you have I, a warm-up? I still don't know. I, well, no. <laughs> That's disgusting. It's yeah, just that, raw talent, isn't it? It definitely annoys the other vocalists. Yeah. Okay. Now, you are a worship leader's worship leader. Like, you're the kind of guy who you just own a service. If the service is something that needs to go to next level, you're the guy that takes it to next level. You're one of my favorite worship leaders. Right. How, what would you say to somebody who's starting out worship leading and they want to learn how to be confident the way you are and and flow the way you do, the way that you lead. What, what would you say to somebody who's, who's just getting started? I would say, love the church. Because if you if you love these people that you're going to lead, then you're going to pastor them. You're going to lead them to the right place. Mm. You're going to make sure they find themselves in the presence of God. To be honest, that's pretty much, that's the greatest starting point ever, is to love building the church, love the people who are coming to church and make sure that you're the one leading them to the right place. Excellent. Chad Gillies, ladies and gentlemen. I love you. <laughs> He's the best. He's the best. All right, my next, guy, my, my next guest goes by the name Kroki Niku, but you'll know him as Matthew Crocker. Get up here, Kroki Niku. Yourself. 
Swahili name, but I just thank you for filling them in. So, what do we have written down here? Matthew Crocker. I'm so nervous right now. I just why you look so good. That's half the battle. You kind of look like a skateboarding lumberjack (laughs) in the best way possible. I like it. Even the yeah, you could be a country singer. To be quite honest with you, I'm down there. Do, do you listen to country? No. You don't? Okay, so three of my favorite things about you. Number one, nobody loves Disney movies more than you. What's your favorite? Do you have a favorite Disney movie? Um, I really like animation, so Pixar, which is now Disney. I mean, yep. I can get all technical with you. Sure. Uh, but I love Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc.? Yeah. Really? It's not your classic kind of, I'm not going to go into it. I yeah. like that movie. No, but it's good. There's a lot of great quotes. What's your favorite quote? Give me a quote from Monster oh, Thing. I don't know quotes. Wazowski. There you go. It's your favorite, isn't it? Yeah. I figured that was your favorite. Thanks. <laughs> hey, so you are, you are a massively unconventional writer. The way you, like, that you write. You could write, I could give you a pizza and you'd write a song with it. Like, you're just, you're a freak that way. So I remember um, a couple years ago, and you were writing on an iPad. Like, just in, in like, what were you using, GarageBand or? I don't know, man. I went from, like, trying to use Pro Tools, and then went to Logic, and then from Logic, I went to, like, voice memos, and then, like, that was it. It just kept getting worse and worse. I tried to go back to a place where I feel like a musician while I'm writing. Now you write with just, like, two sticks off of a tree. Exactly. You just tap them together, and you're like, all right, this could work. This could work. This could be good. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) That is so amazing. Uh, Another thing that I love about you is you're married to a Canadian. Yeah. Can- Do you know this song? Oh, Canada. I don't know besides that one. Our home and native land. True patriot love in all our sons command. Okay, enough. <laughs> <laughs> and you just had a new baby. I did. Congratulations. Thank you. What's the child's name? Goldie Lennon. Goldie Lennon? I knew you'd like it. Oh my gosh. Bless that child. <laughs> Bless her, Lord! <laughs> Maddie, when did you work with me, congregation? When did you. What, what was the first worship song you ever wrote for church? Um, it was uh, a song called What the World Will Never Take, which is, I mean. Na, 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 na. The world will never take it away. Oh, oh, and never take it away. <laughs> that one? That one. I love that one. <laughs> that was you. Oh. That man. same night, my dad broke his leg listening. He went outside, I don't know, not to get into it, but somehow he no, broke get his into leg. it. Me, Marty Sampson, Scott Ledgewood in my bedroom. And we just hear this grunting coming in through the hallway at 3 a.m. in the morning. And then dad comes in and his leg's broken. And we're like, what? How did he do it? Uh, I don't know. He was outside doing something at 3 a.m. He was just outside at 3 a.m. and broke his foot. I don't know. Classic Australia. Yeah, he was outside. He broke his leg. Chasing a kangaroo. (laughs) 
Um, what's that song you wrote and the chorus is so high that dogs can hear it from miles away? What's that one? Come on, you know the one I'm talking about. Tell me, which one is it? It's, I can't remember it either, but it's so high, it's so good. Since then I've hit puberty. And, uh, okay, so things have changed. A little bit. Okay, interesting. Literally, yeah, oh, that's, yeah, there's facial hair. Yeah, good. You have, uh, you've captured my heart, Maddie Crocker. And thank you for writing all those wonderful songs. Thank you. Don't break a leg. Give it up for Maddie Crocker. JD! Get up here, JD! JD! Talk to me about your hair routine. <laughs> that is what's on everybody's mind, to be honest with you. The truth is I don't really have a hair routine. Get out. I just try and go natural. Wow. And then if my wife can, says that it's starting to smell, I'll wash it. But otherwise, I'll just <laughs> let it roll. Let it roll. Just letting your freak flag fly, my friend. <laughs> I'm loving it. So, one of my favorite videos, stories of you, and there are many, uh, but one of my favorite videos and stories of you is when you broke Phil Dooley's leg. <laughs> like, talk to me about that. Yeah, we were on um, tour with United many, many years ago and Phil Dooley was on the tour and he would preach and at the end of the night would always just finish with a massive party praising God and... Uh, he would come out for the last two songs and pick up one of the sticks and just smash the cymbals and run around. And I got excited in one of the songs. I climbed up on top of the drum kit as the song was building. And uh, Phil kind of stood about like, you know, half a metre in front of me. And um, I thought, you know, I can, he's like, and he's going, jump me, jump me. And I thought, oh, I knew I could. I, was, I thought I could easily clear him, but just to be safe, because the last thing I wanted to do was to have any accident or hurt him. And so I had in my mind, this is all in three seconds, by the way. I'm like, right. okay, instead of jumping up and out as far as I can, I'm, I'm not even going to attempt to clear him because there's about half a meter in front of him. I'm just going to go for height and land right in front of me. And as I jump up as high as I could, he steps in under me to give me more clearance and I land on top of him and broke his leg. And so every now and then, just before we get up on stage, we'll be at like a church or somewhere and one of the venue or, you know, passes, they'll be like, you know, go break a leg. I'm like, don't say that. I've done it before. <laughs> Did you hear a, a, a crack? Um, no, I didn't actually. He did, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Um, tell me what you would tell young JD at Wildlife, if you could sit him down and talk to him today? Um, read your Bible more. Um, for me, I think I love the Word of God and I've had the privilege of growing up in this church. I've been in this church for 30 years and um, went to Sunday school here and found God here and the Word of God has, has been the compass for me. It's been in every, every season, every situation, the thing that guides me and 
brings me peace when I need it. It's the answer to any question. And, um, and so I'm passionate about the, the Word of God. And I just think the more that we can read it and then obviously do what it says, I just don't think you'll ever regret it and you'll never go wrong in life. There's not a greater thing you could do with your time. Amazing. You can clap for that. A couple golf claps. Yeah, okay, reading the Bible's okay. <laughs> it's kind of the big point. Um, how do you survive tours? Like, you guys are on buses, close proximity, bunk beds, close proximity. Give me some tour wisdom. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I think, um, I actually don't know how we do it. Um, I just try and get as much alone time as I can because it's hard to find. You're literally with people almost 24-7. But, you know, I think that there's, um, there's a grace. When God calls you to do something, He graces you to do it. And I think about what we do and the way that we do it. And a lot of people ask, even when it comes to my family, I have the most amazing wife and all the things that we do uh, in the natural. It doesn't always make sense, but I feel that God graces us to do what we're called to do. And Excellent. so in all of that, I, I just think that God's with us and we just make do. And Ladies and gentlemen, J.D. Excellent, my friend. Thank you. All right, who we got next? Oh, Mr. Fielding, Mr. Ben Fielding, the one, the only, Ben Fielding. Ladies and gentlemen, Ben Fielding. Oh, Ben, jog it on down. How are you? You know what, I've never been better. You've never so, looked better. Thank you very much. Likewise. Is thank you. Stetson? It is. This is, a, this is a man's hat. It's a beautiful hat. It's from Texas. You know what, I love the bumper sticker that they have in Texas. Which I wasn't was? born in Texas, but I got here as soon as I could. That is good. Yeah. It's a great Texas bumper sticker. <laughs> okay, Ben. Um, I'm just trying to help out, you know? I'm no, that's to... good. No, you're doing great. Thank you. So, <laughs> so you write music. That's what I've heard. I do. You've written a couple songs that people have sung. A couple people have. Um, but I hear recently that you're lawyering, that you're a lawyer. Have you, you run into a, man a little of bit law. of trouble? So do you do personal injury? I do. <laughs> I do. Okay. It's happened. It's good to know. Yeah. Okay. Do you have cards? Uh, a business card? Yes. No. No. You okay. just have to... Well, I could work on those with you this afternoon if you want. That'd be fantastic. Like, we could just go over to the mall and just sort of hand them out. I think that's a great idea. I like your taste. I well, think, with I think a suit like this, you, could, you attract a lot of people with injuries. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. especially in Texas. Yeah. You yeah. know, they've got great bumper stickers. Yes, they have great yeah. bumper stickers. When did you start writing for church? Um, probably when I was really young, um, like around 13 or so. I started writing songs for church and... Um, of course, like, we never sung them, but, uh, but I, I just love the idea. And I think um, when I was around 15, 16, um, sitting in my room listening to Keith Green um, records, wow. they just unlocked something in my spirit as like, yeah. a young guy. And, um, 
you know, I, I sort of started to believe that maybe I could do something like that that would do in other people what those songs did in okay. me. What was the first song that our church started to sing really catch hold of that you wrote? Um, catch hold of might be different to the first song we ever sung that I wrote. Fair enough. So the first song that we ever did was a song called Kingdom Come. Okay. It was on United We Stand. And it's an often forgotten track. Um, <laughs> but apparently the boys... Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the boys told me they were in Paraguay. This is just after the fact. And they said, um, you know, what song should we be doing tonight? And they said, Kingdom Come. Wow. And none of them even knew what the song was. That's amazing. And so they were all writing to me going, you're big in Paraguay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. That's amazing. So were you like born in this church or what's your... How did you start coming to our church? Yeah, about the third row back there. My mum. Right under the... To labour and... Yeah. yeah. No, I actually was born in Melbourne and I moved here. Uh, okay. Come on. Okay. Um, I moved here about 15 years ago. Okay, cool. And you started to just come to the youth ministry? That's... Did, how'd, you get, how'd you find out about it? Well, I knew a few people here before I moved. Um, in fact, when I moved here, I lived with Cass and Rich... Um, for two weeks that became three years. Amazing. <laughs> um, thanks, guys. And, uh, and so, yeah, I knew people here. And, and I guess that, you know, when I came, I came from a ch- little church and I um, came into this church, which is obviously a little bit bigger than a, a church of 20, 30 people. Um, but I guess I just found community and um, found people that I loved. And, um, you know, to this day, it's the same. You know, church has got bigger, but it, for me, it still feels like a little church. What's, what sort of songs do you want? Like when you sit down and you're going, okay, I want to write a song for the church. I want to write a song. What's, what, what's a win for you? Is there, is there some sort of thought in your head that this is the type of song that I want to write? Um, I think for me, I'm always thinking about um, songs that will help people worship and help people see um, God in a new light. And I think that you know, in, a, in a large room of people, people are coming in with all sorts of different experiences and... Um, and sort of sing about who God is meets everybody where they're at, no matter what that, that is. And so I love songs that are exaltation songs that put God in His, in his rightful position and I talk about His attributes. And then that puts our lives in perspective. And I think that's the incredible thing about worship. That is brilliant. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Ben Fielding. Call him if you have an injury. If you live in America, he's not barred there yet but he will be. Great job, Ben, being a lawyer. So good. You just never know you're gonna get in a car accident and then your neck starts to hurt. I mean, it's terrible. All right, the birthday boy himself, Benjamin Hasty. So it's your birthday today. It is. Do you know what that means? Tell me. It means for you, happy Benjamin Hastings Day. (laughs) You can enjoy that day today. I just wanted to wish you today a happy Benjamin Hastings Day. (laughs) You didn't know that today was gonna be special. Well, it is. (laughs) To you, because of him. Thank you for being born. Yeah. 
That's really great for everybody else. Yeah, well, I'll do what I can. Now, how old are you today? 27. Tread carefully. Yeah. 27 Club. <laughs> I know. Taking vitamins? I, yep. I, Seatbelt? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Old. Vegan? <laughs> Don't eat meat. No. Cut out sweets. I'm pretty good. Okay, Nothing. good. Great. Right. Now, there's a song that you wrote. There's a couple songs that you've written, but there's a song that you wrote. I think I've heard it about a hundred billion times. <laughs> and it's sort of like every church, when they hear it, they're like, well, this church is doing it, so will I. Very good. And in a sort of way, that title for that song is serendipitous. There's that word again. Yeah. Talk to me about writing the lyrics to that song. Did you, because you're sort of like a, a, you're like a William Shakespeare, if you will, lyrically. You're a lyrical genius. And then we put you with Joel Houston, and he's, I call him Bill Shakespeare all the time as well. You guys like basically formed, it was, it's like a mutant <laughs> song. What was the writing process like that? Like what happened? Yeah. How'd you guys write that? Well, firstly, thank you. That was very kind. Um, that song, it really feels like a gift from God, the way it all fell together. So um, initially it started as this idea that was kind of like a praise song, um, which started with Michael Facken, who's somewhere here. And um, yeah, he's awesome. And, uh, and then through passing it back and forth, Joel heard it and he was like, oh, is there any, like, can we work on this? And I was like, always, like, don't even ask. <laughs> and, um, and that's where he came back with this progression of this story. And all of a sudden, what was like a three-minute song became a 30-minute song. Wow. Um, as Joel does best. But it got infinitely better. And that's where 100 billion... 100 years, billion times better. Yeah, <laughs> it did. And um, for there, it was just fun. Like, we worked hard on it. There's such an echo in here, isn't there? When you it is. Okay, anyway, sorry. Um, we worked hard on it, but it really felt like God just kept dropping line after line. And in our, in our wrestling and in our grappling, um, there was a real ease to wow. and yeah I'm just really grateful for how that all came together I feel like it was one of those really special gifts yeah. that um, obviously we worked hard to get but really wasn't us at all at the same time now you're from Ireland I am do you know any leprechauns <laughs> I don't do you eat Lucky Charms you know you can't actually get them in Ireland it's an American that's crazy yeah well dude that's crazy I know does the word potato famine strike fear into your heart? <laughs> it's a bit of a sore spot to bring up. It scares a minute should. Ladies and gentlemen, Ben Hastings. I love you. Happy birthday. All right. Well, you did good, Pinocchio. Is that you over there? <laughs> it's me. Hi. Hey. Thank oh. you. Thank you. Thank you for this conference. <laughs> this is so cool. 
Um, thanks for being on your best behaviour. I've seen those videos you've made. <laughs> I follow you on Instagram. It could have been dangerous today. Yes, well, <laughs> the Lord is having his way in my heart. <laughs> Filled and controlled. Filled and controlled. Um, how did you end up in our world? How did I end up? Uh, Joel Houston. So Joel Houston convinced you to go to New York? He did. A Canadian boy from the farms. Yes, I was in New York and Carl was there and uh, Maddie was there. A bunch of our team was there and we were just hanging out. And yeah, it was weird. One thing led to another. They're like, let's do a church. I'm like, I'll come. So there's one person. <laughs> and what do you do in our church? What do I do in our church? Uh, I'm a teaching pastor at Hillsong, New York. And I, um, I do whatever you want me to do, Cass. <laughs> like so wear suits. It's a Frankenstein job, really. He is actually an incredibly gifted theologian. For those of you that don't know, like you see him up here and he's a funny guy, but he is an incredibly gifted creative. He is a theologian, he runs our night colleges and we are really, really grateful thank for you. you and for all that you bring to our church and for this session, which thank was you. really fun. So thank, thank you. you. Love you. I got one question for you. Okay, one question for you. How long have you been working at our church for? 20 years. 20 years? We moved here, I think, in 1997 after we got married, and I started on staff that year. How did you meet your husband? Come on, come on, just give it Church. That. At church? It's what? always the right answer, isn't Where it? Where was that? He was dating my best friend at the time. <gasps> Rich! Rich! That is amazing. True story. I told her to dump him because I didn't think he was that good for her. <laughs> and I didn't like him. Anyway. That is brilliant. Thank you. And then my mum would invite him for dinner all the time. She was like, he's a really nice boy. I'm like, I will never like Rich Langton. Turns out I was wrong. Can you give us one little sneak peek secret about next year's worship conference? <laughs> um, Next year at conference, it is going to be actually unbelievable. Cool. We have more ideas for next year than we had for this year. Wow. So we were all looking forward to 2019 more than 2018, if we're honest. <laughs> <laughs> and then God surprises us. Amazing. But I think that this is meant to be a watering hole for creatives, where you are equipped and empowered to become all that God's called you to be. So if I could tell you anything, it would be get here next year, because I think this is a place that delights the heart of God and He's going to surprise us. Anyway. On that level, we are done, guys. And why don't you put your hands together for Nathan Finocchio and all of the incredible people that aren't there anymore. Hey, well, that was a bit of fun. I hope you really enjoyed that. It was really a great session at the conference and I would encourage you if you um, are considering coming to this year's conference to get in quick because registrations are filling up fast. But the guy there interviewing our team was Nathan Finocchio. He's a great guy. He's super intelligent and also, as you heard, super funny. And we've got the privilege of talking to him next week. So let me encourage you to subscribe to the podcast so you can catch that and don't miss out on all the future episodes as well. 
And I always love to hear from you, so please write us a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. It helps with the visibility of the podcast and it lets us know what you think, what you're enjoying and where we can go with the podcast in the future. Aside from that, you can write to me on Twitter, at Rich Langton, and we'll talk to you next time.